Welcome back. We haven't recorded in forever, but hopefully to you guys it's just a week later like normal, but I'm very excited to be back to recording. Um, summer's crazy, so it's been a whole lot, and <laughs> we're like pulling this together, um, but we got this, so I'm very excited. Does anyone have anything to say pre-episode? We're just going for it. Are you, are you going to do a recap? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I okay, was okay, good. wondering. <laughs> it's a uh, summer pro tip. Make sure you're wearing sunscreen. Ooh, drink lots of water. Spells and whistles. Imagine not having Don't forget melanin. to wear your... Imagine needing sunscreen. <laughs> <Yeah>. Can't relate. <laughs> I very need sunscreen. For the sunscreen. listeners, I I'm not sunscreen. white. <laughs> I... Podcast media. Hopefully, Wait. you've been watching Grace's streams, although Grace has been very busy. Yeah. But also, every so often when Grace gets to stream. Also, that true is so, so good. good. The full compilation is on YouTube now. Woo! Yeah. I well, are we doing Wait. the welcome to? S- oh, I'll, I'll do it. Didn't we welcome just? Back we already did it. it. <laughs> I think we just started. Talking. Not the official thing. Oh, <laughs> just started talking. I think. You said welcome back. We said yeah, but, but we not the spells and whistles. Yeah, we thing. didn't say the name of the podcast. No one's gonna know what they're listening uh, to. What if they think they're I listening to NADPOD? I don't know. <laughs> At this point, they're just like, who are these people? <laughs> anyway, Anyways, welcome to welcome spells, to and, spells whistles. and whistles. <laughs> Carry on. A D and D five E podcast. Wow, amazing. Um, so I'll do the recap now so that, uh, yeah, we can keep going. Um, it's a slightly longer one, so apologies, but a lot of stuff happened last episode. So with a tense series of combat rounds, Myla and Id both fall unconscious to the Mind Flare. Auden panics and stops the Mind Flare from doing more to her friends, and the Mind Flare makes her a deal, throwing two people in exchange for her friends within 24 hours. Auden takes the deal and carries an unconscious Myla above ground, leaving Melwyn with Id. Myla wakes up and Auden explains the situation, and as the two go looking for people to trade, some of Myla's experiences come to light. Meanwhile, Melwyn has deeper conversations with her patron, who gives her a memory to pass the time and a memory to cover the pain of this alien magic leaving her body. Id has a time-lapse memory of his entire life and tries to fight his way out. Melwyn gets the Mind Flayer to talk and also gives them a name. Myla and Auden end up taking a few travelers down the well and Id's body fights against the encompassing goop. So, uh, Myla and Auden, you guys are at the bottom of the well. You've just taken these two unconscious travelers out of the bag of holding so that they do not die from suffocation. And you are about a two-hour walk from this... uh, chamber that you were in before as was the case the first time um what would you like to do i think just a reminder you do have two people in your bag of holding we just pulled them out honestly just said they just they just took them out yeah Yeah. we took them out they're they're breathing they did specify at the end of last episode because i i listened to it again and i was like no they did say it they said they took them (laughs) out so (laughs) no you're good. good I think, um, yeah, after kind of pulling them out, um, I'm not quite sure how long they're going to be unconscious for. So I think that Auden is just going to kind of uh, take some of her rope and sort of tie their hands together 
and sling one of them over her shoulder and um, also the other one, I guess, if Myla doesn't want to carry one. Uh, Myla can carry one. She's probably helping you with the knots of the, like, ropes and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, being like, okay, like, 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 yeah, like, that's that's basically it. But if you put the, the rope this way with the knot, then it'll hold better. I don't think she's yeah. saying much. I think she just kind of nods and uh, incorporates what it is that you're saying to her. Mm-hmm. I think after walking a little bit, she's going to say, so um, once we take these back and get our friends, where are you going? Um, well, I'm... I'm going to go wherever Id wants to go, which I hope is with you all. I mean, you basically saved my life, so I don't take that lightly. Um, but I I don't know what it wants to do. We have information to find in town still, but it seems that in town isn't really an option. I I don't know. Um So, I think we just take it one step at a time, and what we need to do right now is get back to the room and gather up our friends and leave for now. At least. I think. She nods. Maybe just get outside the city and we can talk about what we want to do. About 15 minutes in, uh, the guy on Auden's shoulder starts to, like, wake up. You can kind of feel him, like, wiggling a little bit. um, And eventually just wakes up enough to be like, Hey! Put, put me down. What? He's like wriggling his hands behind his back, trying to untie these knots or just like figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, pu- hey, pu- put me down. D- did you hear me? Put, put me down. I think Auden's going to look over to <laughs> Myla. And she's going to reach up her other hand and cover her mouth with her hand in like a... Her, she'll cock her brow and just kind of say, you know, without saying out loud, should we, like, you know, tape up or, you know, keep them from talking? Like, just trying to defer to Myla what to do. I think Myla looks at Auden and how sort of clueless she is in all of this and just takes out of her satchel a little i'm assuming we have like extra like clothes or like a sheet or i don't know something and it's just gonna like rip a piece off um and is just gonna tie it around his head so he's he's his (laughs) noise is muffled (laughs) and he's like wiggling against your shoulder on but you're stronger than him so (laughs) it's just more annoying than anything Mm -hmm. uh and then Milo will just sort of look to Auden and just say, just don't look him in the eye. It's going to make it worse. 
kind of and then continues on um Mila, your guy also begins to wake up um and kind of do the same same thing uh but this time he can see like he can see his friend in front of you um being carried by somebody else so it's like more drastic he's he's clocking the situation a little bit better than the guy on Auden's shoulder. And, uh, yeah, so they both are, after 15 minutes or so, they've realized that they aren't getting anywhere with (laughs) the vocalizations they're attempting. And the guy over Auden's shoulder is desperately trying to get her to, like, look at his face. Like, he, he's, like, he stops mumbling and such and he's just staring at you hoping you're gonna look back i think she's not going to look but i think she's just gonna kind of keep staring ahead and she's gonna say i'm really sorry or i wouldn't do this if i didn't have to but (laughs) i think what they say up here is it's a dog-eat-dog world. And I'm not ready to be eaten, and I'm not ready to let my friends get eaten yet. So, I'm sorry. If you did look at him, you would see him, like, tearing up and crying. I feel like the worst person in the world. <laughs> it feels so icky. Yeah. You guys spend the two hours to walk towards this Mind Flayers chamber. Uh, Melwin, is there anything you want to do in that two hours before everyone reconvenes? Um, sorry, really tired Grace that just got off of five doubles is really tempted to just be such a little shit right now. But that's <laughs> not helpful. <laughs> Honestly, it's the chaos. Well, the Mind Flayers specifically told Melwin not to touch it and immediately i'm just like oh so touch it got it cool um but that's not <laughs> it's not uh-huh. not helpful it's <laughs> <laughs> not much left of that anyway it's fine um uh it's so tempting um i think melon's unintentionally annoying the shit out of this guy <laughs> and just like keeps asking questions like, do you have family? Do you like, do you have, da, da, da. Just, like, keeps asking questions. <laughs> yeah. They they answered a lot of personal questions the, like, first time you had a conversation with them. And so they answer the first, like, two that you have and then just stop answering and just let you talk into the void. Um, and in this time, they're, like, fixing something on themselves. Like, they have all of these modifications and stuff that they've made to themselves. Um, and some of them are like sparking and such and so they're like spending time to fix these up and like kind of wincing occasionally and just trying to like put pieces back together is something break what does it matter to you just curious yes it broke and I'm fixing it what broke did we break it or was it already broken? Or did it break some other way? Sorry. They just roll their eyes and uh, continue fixing things. Myla and Auden, you guys get back to that 
um, big metal door with the turn handle, like wheel sort of lock mechanism and make your way into this chamber. Mm-hmm. You do see Melwyn who's sitting and asking questions to the mind flare. Um, and it is still in this goop laying on the floor. So for Auden and Myla, um, because of the memories that Melon got, especially specifically the one where she broke her leg and she was in pain for hours, um, I think Melon had been unconsciously crying during all of that um, and might still be and just does not realize it because it's Melon. So it's just weird. I think at that... Auden is going to, like, drop her person on the ground, quickly tie up their legs, and she's going to go over to Melwyn and kind of, like, crouch down and be like, what happened? Did they did they do something to you? Are you okay? Yeah, why are you asking? Your face, um, it looks like you're crying. Huh. Weird. Not important right now. Uh... We need to fix, uh, him. <laughs> oh, good, you're back. Brought your brains. I see that. Uh, just put him over there. Kind of, like, nods its head towards, um, the, like, metal cylinders that are kind of near the center of the room. Over there would be great. I think Myla will go take the first one and then the second one so that way Auden doesn't have to leave uh, Melon. And while Auden's sort of checking on um, Melon is going to turn, just sort of like taking care of business and just sort of looks over towards the mind flayer out of the corner of her eye, like kind of not fully paying attention and just sort of says, so what do you get out of, like, controlling cities of people? <laughs> it seems like you're doing decent things. I mean, there was no nighttime crime. There was no drunk people on the street. The homeless problem seems to be fixed. So, like, what's the deal with that? <sighs> people are fallible. And... Honestly, without free will, things go a lot smoother. Well, I don't want to say, um, like, I don't want to say a lot smoother. I mean, things can't really go smooth if there's nothing really going on, and nothing's going on if there's no free will, if that makes sense. Like, just logically, it doesn't make a, a lot of sense. They can live their lives. They can do as they please, until I deem it inappropriate. So they can't do what they please. They can. All I'm saying is that if you really wanted to, like, make, like, a difference, that there's, like, certain people that you could, like, really control to make sure that they weren't doing bad things, but, like, controlling everyone doesn't make any sense, right? Like, if, uh, there's a group- okay, so if there's, like, a group of people- who are following this one leader, and the leader lies to them, and is like, hey, the only way to live your best life is to kill people. Well, the other people don't know any different, because that's what they were told. But really, it's the one guy in charge who 
is sort of doing like the thing, you know? Sure. So don't put people in charge who tell others to kill people. Mm. Without reason. Well, usually the people in power get it through, like, bad means because they already have the power, or they're, like, sort of born into it. So, like, it's not really up to too many of the people when you think about it. I don't care what you think about my methods. In order for me to connect fully to other mind flares, I have to make a discovery of importance. I just... And I'm very close. Oh! So... Okay. So you need to make it like a, like a, you said like a discovery, like, like big things need to happen, right? Yes. Okay. So if that were to happen, and that discovery was made, you'd leave, right? Likely. Okay, cool. So... Um, how about, how about this? Because, like, I'm, I'm cool with, like, you know, like, dropping these people off. Like, I don't really care. Like, like I, know, I don't know them. So, like, whatever. But I, what I'm not cool with is, like, mind-controlling a whole bunch of people who don't know any better. That's not cool. Almost been through that once. Didn't really like it. Sort of ran. So, what we're gonna do... And what I'm going to offer you, because I don't know if you know this, but I'm very mechanically smart, and it looks like your machine, I mean, it's it's mediocre at best. It's it's fine. Like, it gets the job done, but it could have some upgrades. Um, So, like, there's, like, this big machine that you might need help with, and, like, if you need discovering things, that's sort of, like, my thing. So, if we stay for a little longer, and we help you make this discovery, like, today-ish, tomorrow-ish, can you leave the people alone? I don't need assistance. You just had us go get you, like, brain- I mean, you've been here for a while, right? And you haven't gotten anywhere, really? That just sounds like something I've... that someone who needs help would do. So. I've gotten far, thank you. I'm nearly there. Just needed more... power. I don't know. Pretty suspicious. All I know is that you're dealing with magic that's like other colors of magic, and I have happened to have a lot of experience with that, so I was just thought I'd offer so that way you could like leave the people alone. But I mean it's fine. If you don't want to make a good smart deal when you see one, that's totally fine. We could just take our friend and go too. That's just not logical in my mind, I guess. And I'm pretty smart. So, you're saying I can use your brain instead? No, what I'm saying is I would, like, willingly help you so that you can leave the people alone and you can have the two brains you already have. So you're technically getting, like, three brains, but you only are getting two brains. You just also have, like, my help with my brain. But you don't get my brain. My brain is my brain. I'm going to stay alive. If... I accept your help. Mm -hmm. Then your friend stays here until you're done. And this mind flare looks over at uh, Id. 
Hmm. Could you degoop him, maybe? Yeah, can I, like, talk to him for a little bit at least? Because, like... Like, I don't... Like, this is all good and dandy, and, like, I would love... I would love to accept that deal, but it would be really cool if I could just have a little bit of, like, assurance that, like, you know, he's not already dead, so... Sure. And, uh, they are just going to... Uh, reach out a sort of like tentacled hand and towards you that has this like grayish orb just kind of floating above it um, almost like a water drop that has like gray smoky mm -hmm. stuff in the middle mm -hmm. this will let you speak to him in his mind Ooh, exciting um and one last thing if, can you just tell me, so you have, like, everyone, like, blah, 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 like, mind-controlled. Um, there's a guy we met, his name's Jacore, and he's mind-flayed, but he said his uncle's in town. Do you know if he's also mind-flayed, or is he, like, not? Can you roll a persuasion check? <laughs> sure, I think this is just a flat roll for me. <laughs> you let me get a lot farther than I thought I was getting, so I'm, <laughs> I'm very <laughs> living my life. I've been thinking for weeks about how to resolve this in a way that doesn't make my tummy turn. Like, you're ripping it out and just... Oh, gosh, I was good, but it was cocked. Okay. An 11. I will tell you afterwards. Cool. After you help me. Sounds good. Okay, so all I have to do is... You said that there's, like, a drop. Do I have to, like, inhale it? Or, like, do I just touch it? Like, how do I talk to him? Uh... The mind flare just kind of pushes the thing towards you and it just enters into oh. like your chest. Oh, it's and cold. then you feel it like come through your neck and like oh. up into your head and then you uh like fall to the ground in like a half faint situation oh. where like you can kind of catch yourself on the way down. Um you're not gonna like whack your head or anything. Um but uh it it's your mind and after you're like sort of lifetime lapse situation where what's like the neutral space that represents like id's mind oh um i think it's like a very generic like room at an inn that's got a bed and a little desk and simple wooden floors and walls um because that's probably yeah. where he's like felt the most safe i don't know that's sad. Where? What are you? <laughs> this whole really backstory sad. is sad. I keep thinking maybe it'll boy. get better. It doesn't. It never make this voice of good memories. Possibly memory. never will. <laughs> Ed, would, Ed would listen to MCR. <laughs> we gotta how take did this go? Like how did this go from it being a sad boy to it being a middle like a fucking middle schooler edgy little? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't want to get copyright struck. <laughs> I think we're going to be okay. We will, we will be <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's five seconds. Uh, yeah, so you're fine. good. Um, <laughs> okay. What are you doing in this room? Um, I think he's... Man, keep throwing me curveballs. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think he's, like, uh, cleaning his weapons and armor. He He did it fairly often in the past trying to keep up appearances and um 
even even the metal that's like embedded into his arms and legs um trying to keep everything clean and um, yeah functional Mila, you appear in this room um seeing id like cleaning his weapons and shield and uh plates on his arms and legs um id id hello I think Id is really scared at first because everybody that he's seen in the past memories has turned into a mind flare. So I think he like instinctually like picks up the weapon that he whoa, was whoa, cleaning whoa, whoa, and like, whoa, whoa, points whoa, whoa, it at whoa, whoa. you. No, 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 it's me. Hi. Hi, it's Myla. How's it going? I'm your friend. We fought all of yeah, the okay, bad people. Stop. <laughs> okay, yes. You're good. You're good. How are you? I think I'm still in. What happened? Um, I think that all of Myla's compartmentalization is, like, slowly starting to fracture. And, like, she's still smiling, but in the way that someone who's very broken and trying to keep it together smiles. Um, and she says, um, so, you and I both, um, kind of died. <laughs> well, not died, but, like, we, like, went <laughs> in a very almost death sleep sort of thing. And then Auden was like, wait, don't do that. Oh, no. Um, and the Mind Flayer was like, bring me two other brains, and you could save your friends. So, uh, Auden woke me up and said we need to find people to give the brains to. Um, so we found two people, and we gave it to the Mind Flayer, and then, um, I really not i i was feeling very indifferent about the whole like people like i don't like people being controlled but also like i'm almost like gonna die and you're kind of like not in a great state so i was gonna be like okay cool um but then i was like well it's kind of shitty to just like leave people we could do something because i was like well what would it do like it would have like this blah, blah blah i don't know having friends is weird i have to think about what other people would think of and it's very abnormal for me so um i told i told the mind flayer that if i help them achieve whatever goal it is that they want to do um that and they said they would leave so but i have to keep you with the mind flayer which i'm also not great about so i just I don't know. You're better at the people thing than me. Like, for me, it makes sense, like, but I I don't know how people work, so I just wanted to talk it out a little bit. So you didn't kill it? No. We both almost died, so Auden had to I make heard some tough that. calls. Yeah. Um. What do you do if you help it do something worse than controlling the town? I. They said they would leave. They said that they just want to make a make a discovery and bring it back to the 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 elder brain or something. I don't know. Which I mean. I mean the mind flare. Listen, listen. The mind flare is <laughs> yeesh. But, like, not everything they were doing... I mean, like, it's bad because it's the loss of autonomy. You get, like, so, so yes, it's very, very bad. But I think that they have good intentions. They're just very weird about it and in a very bad way. 
So maybe they just need help. What I if don't they know. Need subjects to experiment on. I. They're just keeping their rats in a cage. I don't know. But I don't have many other options right now because we got freaking. I was gonna say nuked, but I don't know if they have nukes in D and D. We almost got. <laughs> we almost listen. We almost Milo's got next venture. We almost got fireballed. <laughs> we almost got Oppenheimer. We... You did get fireballed. <laughs> you did get fireballed by Melwin. <laughs> it. We're caught between a rock and a hard place. And I don't think that any decision we make right now is going to be the best decision. So my responsibility is to help you first and foremost, and then to help Auden and Melwin, and then to try and help everyone else. But if I can't help everyone else, then all I'm going to worry about is you all. Okay. We can figure it out. Maybe we'll go find the Elder Brain and we'll destroy the Elder Brain eventually. Because even if we kill this Mind Flayer, the next Mind Flayer is still going to keep doing what the Mind Flayer is doing. And the only way to really resolve this is to just, like, go for the brain, I guess. But that's on a different plane, maybe? I don't know. It's a lot. It's very complicated. And there's a lot of moving pieces. So, this seems like the best option. Okay. Okay. Um. I don't. I might need to go back soon, but. Yeah. Just we're go gonna now. help you. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna. I'll figure it out. And she sort of like wipes her hands on her like, like skirt, thing that's around her pants. I'll figure it out. That's what I do. I make plans. I'm the plan maker. Okay. Um, and um, I think she looks very sad for a second before I think she eventually is taken out of the memory thing space. That's so sad. I'm trying to keep it together over here in the corner. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, Melwin or Auden, during this time, is there anything that you guys want to do? It probably lasts about five minutes. I want to poke him so bad. Yes. <laughs> Here, you know what? Ben, you were a oh. terrible influence. I know. <laughs> I'll uh, use Melwin's amazing wisdom modifier and roll always save, and if I get above a 10, I won't do it. Well, I shouldn't have said that. I was going to say, your dice know you better than that. Um, I rolled a three. Uh, my wisdom save is a plus two, so Melon's him. Yes. Physically or emotionally? I don't think she. I don't think she can do the latter. <laughs> like, are you are you are you trying to poke the mind flare as in as in like poke slash no? Annoy, she's poking or like it. Literally poking. She's poking oh, it. Id. Because Id's in a weird goo prison. She's like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> Slime okay. tutorial for paladins. I'm in a Nickelodeon commercial right now. Wrong type of slime. <laughs> Sponsor us, Nickelodeon. Okay, um... Please don't. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so you... Are you trying to do this when the Mind Flayer's back is turned, or just any time? Uh, she'll do it when the Mind Flayer's back is turned, but she also, you know, okay. it's Melwin. She's not going to care if she gets caught, really, so... Okay. I shouldn't, um, have, said, I shouldn't have given that a number. <laughs> that was my mistake. Uh, you, like, put your hand in the goop, and it kind of, like, covers your entire hand up to your wrist. It feels really cold and kind of aloe-y. Um, wow. where it's like almost just a liquid, but but solid enough to stay together. Can you um, even breathe in there? Yes. No, I thought I told you not to touch him. Is weird goop stuff? Yeah. I guess it's weird to you. I mean, it just feels weird. I mean, obviously it's like part of you. I guess. I don't really know how it works. I'm not going to lie. But it's... I don't know. How does he breathe? It's just like poking its face through in the goop. I like to think while Myla's talking to Ed, she just sees like an indent in his <laughs> cheek every once in a while. You're lucky your friends brought people back. Because if you had done this a couple hours ago, would have used your brain. So, you're lucky. He doesn't breathe, currently. But he doesn't need to. That doesn't make any sense, but alright. Everything is frozen, kind of. But not he's moving, not goofy. decaying. Yes. You know things, right? I mean, many things. And you've been here for, you said, about a month for us? Yes. Did you see my parents when they came here last? Your parents? Do they look like you? And technically, no. Like, we're all different colors, know. but we're all things and no one swishes her tail around a little bit, which I just remembered existed because I actually looked at my artwork, which I neglected to say. By the way, Melon has a tail. Forgot about that when I gave her description <laughs> in episode one. Sorry. <laughs> I saw a few tieflings a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Two male tieflings. And I think another third male tiefling. Well. That yielded less answers than I thought it would. But I'm not sure what I was expecting. Whoever they are, they aren't here currently. Well, I would, I would hope not. They just like continue to go back to modifying the pieces of themselves. It's fun. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Imagine she's like dropping a coin do. in there to see how like slowly it like sinks through the goo. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
I'm sorry that you've become Melon's fidget toy. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do think that if anything, if you do drop anything into the goo that isn't like attached to you, it just appears in Id's like neutral space. It just wakes up with a pile of coins on his forehead. (laughs) (laughs) It's up to him, but. Um, during this conversation, um, forever ago for us, a couple weeks ago for our lovely, lovely listeners, uh, you were describing on the map that there's kind of a pile of, like, debris, like, I think you said skeletons from, like, previous... Yes, correct. ...unfortunate adventurers. Yeah, the other guys! Try and see if she can find anything she's trying to do it in a subtle sneaky way um so we'll see how well that goes but uh what would you like me to roll for that there's no why don't you roll a combo investigation and sleight of hand uh and your dc for this you want it to add up to 25 okay 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 Okay, that's a 19, which is really good. And, oh, that one's cocked. It looked like it was a 17, so let's keep that energy. Okay, that's unfortunately a 9. Um, minus 2 <laughs> for a 7, but that's going to get me to 25. That's going to put me at 26. 26? Yeah. 19 plus 7? Yeah, 26! 26. 26. <laughs> Strong work, um, Bestie. So you just kind of like start moving pieces with your foot just kind of like kicking them around like She's you're bored to lean in not necessarily bored but the like i'm sad you know like you know she's sure. like she is sad and she's upset and she sure. is scared <laughs> but i think seeing myla try and find another way out of this that doesn't necessarily equate to fighting i think has kind of ignited a little spark of hope in her and so she's trying to contribute to this in any way that she can. So she's sure. playing up um, the like, who, 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 me? But she's she's scheming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And why um, graduate, Auden? <laughs> <laughs> um, you you end up finding a couple of coin purses um, on the bodies. They have really basic adventuring gear. Uh, one of them has a long sword. One of them has a short sword. Uh, one of them also has a short bow and, like, six arrows. Um, and they're both just in, like, pretty basic, uh, sort of gear, like, tunic and pants situation. Um, nothing fancy. Uh, they don't look like people from Kindir, from what you've seen. Like, the style, the clothing style isn't quite the same. Um, so they were likely from out of town. Um, and one of them has a ring on it that has, it's like a seal ring, you know, where how they have like the seal on the, on the ring. Mm. Um, they have a seal ring that has a, um, two arrows that are kind of in an X shape, um, pointing, both pointing upwards, uh, with a, uh, like the basic heart shape behind it. Um, the arrows aren't going through the heart. They're, like, overlaid onto the heart. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. 
um, I think she'll scoop that up and kind of like a long sword, a short sword, and a short bow. See, all of that would be really hard to like smuggle over to the guys that she brought in. And I don't know if that's a smart thing to do in the first place. So I think she might hold you off on that for a little put bit. put them out. You could kind of put them out in the open a little bit, maybe? So that way it's like... Yeah. Um, I think she'll, uh, you know, kind of, like, pick up the stuff and look at it. And, yeah, I think she'll kind of, like, move it in a way that's not necessarily, like, right by them. But, you know, she's, like, picking it up and sorting through it and just, you know, like, yeah, trying to, trying to... I don't know, make it easily accessible if anyone chooses to go after it. Sure. As best as um, she can. Miley, you come back to your body, like, laying on the floor, mm -hmm. um, on the cold stone floor, so you kind of muscle your way back up. Um, and you're back in this chamber. Yeah, Malwin's poking it. Um, and Auden's over in the corner with the skeletons. It ha now has a small stack of coins on his forehead. <laughs> you let me do it. I'm having fun with it now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Looks to the mind flare. So, what's your goal? What are you trying to do? Where do we start? Where do I start, I guess? What's the plan? Planner? Mm -hmm. They look towards the center of the room where there's this kind of, like, circular, portally looking thing that's just kind of covered in a bunch of different magic colors. Mm -hmm. um, and they look at you and they're like, White magic is not a new discovery, but integrating with white magic is... I've been unsuccessful so far on myself. And I don't know what's wrong. That stuff hmm. feels weird. It does not feel pleasant. Hmm. Well. Well, typically when you're talking from a light standpoint, not even just from an arcana standpoint, but from just, you know, visual light, the way to create white light is to have two colors on the ends of the color wheel sort of overlapping a little bit. Um... So, obviously. yeah, obviously. So, getting, I think it depends on how this white light is sort of being made. I guess white magic is sort of being made a little bit. Because if you're just adding more of, like, I mean, I don't know. This is just color, like, general color theory. So, this might not be how the actual magic works. I could take a closer look at it and, you know, dig into my textbooks and go to the library and all that stuff. Um... But typically, you know, if you're, like, adding more of, like, the same, like, colors, it'll just create white light. But the only way to sort of, like, it won't mesh together if it's two colors combining and then you're adding a third, really. It'll just sort of stay separate in continuance with the white light. So, um, I don't know. I could go look at it. I could go look at the machine. Can I, can I touch your machine? Is that okay? Fine. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll go over to it. And I just want to sort of like take a look at it, inspect it, see exactly what's going on. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you can make an intelligence or arcana check or both. Um, if you'd like. Um, I think I will start with arcana. And then, so would you allow me to do an arcana check and then like a use of my tinker's tools check just so I can like throw my proficiency onto my intelligence? Or is that like not? Sure. Okay, bet. Sure. Hee hee hee. So arcana first. <laughs> 26 arcana. Whoa. Um, tee hee. Um, I wrote, oh, this is so off topic. I wrote a pre-session note in my notebook, uh, which you can find <laughs> at our Patreon. Um, and it Ooh, says pre-session nice note, whatever the opposite of, whatever the opposite of tee-hee is, that's the vibe. Um, so, <laughs> so listeners, if you know what the opposite of tee-hee is, come over to our Discord and let me know. Um, 18 <laughs> for Tinker's Tools slash Intelligence or things, yes. Uh, yeah, so this machine that it looks like this Mind Flare is built all, all on his own um, is being powered by two um, brains, being powered by two brains in these two separate, like, cylinders, right? Um, and you definitely know that, like, this, the way that the brains are powering this thing is not in a scientific physical way like it's it's definitely um some sort of spell that's like taking the intelligence power out of these brains like slowly slow enough that like they're just kind of degrading over time um rather than like kind of all at once situation but they're acting as batteries um you can tell that these quote-unquote batteries are running out which is likely why the mind flare needed two more um the machine has like multiple pieces that point towards the center. Um, it's partially uh, electric and partially magic. Um, there are a couple of like you can tell there are a couple of kinks in like the the quote unquote wiring of this machine um, that's causing both an electrical and like magical um, bottleneck situation and then there is one side that has too much flow so it's like really off balanced and very off center um uh but you've seen this before it's one of those things where like you're just staring at something for too long to notice these things um it's ra it's rather subtle it's not as exaggerated mm -hmm. as i'm like making it seem but you know when you stare at a project yeah. for like forever and you just oh, start stop seeing all the issues like it's likely that that's what's happening here and so you can definitely fix those things if you'd like to. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, kind of more on the Arcana side, um, there seem to be other sort of power sources of different magics. So like each magic comes from a type of, uh, comes from like an abstract concept, right? Like red magic, it comes from action and stuff. So there's like, there's there's like a pebble that's kind of rolling in a little um a tumbler thing mm -hmm. um and creating that like kinetic energy um and just kind of different sources like that if that makes sense for each of the colors yes. um the uh the blue is really weak because 
uh, most of the quote-unquote intelligence power is like being put into all these batteries so there isn't quite enough there to like balance it out so the white when you're actually looking at it is like a beige-ish color it's not quite Mm -hmm. like balanced correctly Mm -hmm. um yeah that's what you know Okay, so I think Myla will look at that and will say a few things. She'll say, well, first of all, so there were a few minor things that I actually just went ahead and did for you. You know, there's a little bottlenecking area that I sort of opened up, and there's like an overflow of magic, so we sort of redistributed some of that through some of the other wiring. Um, I just did that because it was super easy. Anyone could have made that mistake. Um, So it's fine. Don't feel bad about it. Um, There's a few things that I'm noticing. First of all, this, and she points to the blue area is very um it's not hmm it's not getting the job done the blue is very weak and it's because you're using the same kind of magic that powers the machine as a whole to sort of concentrate this white magic and therefore the balance is off um so that's not good um there's also so the two brains that are powering it love the idea, you know, intelligence, brain. I absolutely love the idea. I get it. You know, it's great. Um, have you heard just an idea? What if you had an intelligence source that wasn't, that, that didn't like expire, that just kept going? That would be ideal. Oh, well, here, let me, you didn't get to meet him last time because, um, you know, you sort of snatched us out of your demon hallway. Um, but this is Xander. Um, I made Xander. He's smart. He's sentient. Um, and he runs off of blue magic. See, and she'll sort of like pull back a little control panel and like show the inner workings. So, there's a way to channel blue magic without needing a brain, necessarily. Um, So you wouldn't even need those two guys over there. You would basically just need a contraption that can harness blue magic and create almost like a... I've been trying to think of, like, a name for it, but I... I've been just sort of landing on the title of, um, like, like artificial intelligence, essentially. Um... Where you can channel the this you intelligence and make die. these minds. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a harnessing of no, you're good. You're good. It's a, <laughs> it's a harnessing of blue magic that doesn't expire, really. It just keeps reusing the same intelligence that it's been given over and over again. And if you needed to, you know, add more or add or take some out, you could. And that way, your intelligence mm. contraption down here would be running off of something completely different than the thing powering your machine. The mind player is just going to reach out and touch Xander unless um, something else occurs if you before hu- that happens. I just, I just turn to him and I say, if you hurt my cat, the deal is off. Smiles. I'm not going to hurt your cat. Thank you. I'm just getting a schematic. Mm. Gotcha. Um, there's another important thing 
uh, that powers Xander as well that I actually don't, and correct me on a stage if I'm wrong, I didn't see it in your machine. It's something called purple magic. Have you been doing any dealings with that at all? No, because theoretically you only need primary colors. You only need it. You only need primary colors, but what if adding something else could make it more? I tried it. It tends to be unstable. Mm. But I'll try it again. <laughs> well, something like Xander utilizes purple magic. So without purple magic, Xander, something like this would not be able to work. Hmm. That's something that's my secret that I probably won't give up. But if you want me to utilize a little bit of that on your device from my own personal knowledge and learnings, I'd gladly install something for you. That sounds... That sounds like a reasonable request. Perfect. So... And they just, they just kind of... Uh, like push this rolling table towards you that has mm -hmm. like almost every little like metal piece you could want like some boskite wires some like just basically anything uh that you want is there unless it's like super rare and difficult to get um but yeah they just kind of push amazing. it towards amazing yeah, Milo will get to work and just sort of, you know, implement a little bit. Okay, so I will tell you what I want to do. You let me know how I accomplish this. So I would okay. like to make two uh, almost like sentient battery sort of situations, sort of like one that's in Xander but bigger, so that way those can replace the brain feeders. Yeah. Um, I would like to make a third little like blue magic device to replace the dimmer one that's in the machine and i'd like sure. when i'm making the attachment with purple magic the one that's like the new like little box contraption i would like to also make a fail safe that only i know how to turn off <laughs> yeah um you are so freaking okay. smart oh my god <laughs> i'm sweating so hard <laughs> <laughs> I look like do you do okay. smart people I, this is why I'm like melee I'm like just let me hit stuff and you guys like I don't know like this is how it works in real life too like I'm so impressed and amazed and just astounded wow maybe she's a good criminal <laughs> <laughs> okay so I would like an uh, a check for the blue magic source Mm -hmm. um, a check for the purple magic batteries and a mm -hmm. separate sleight of hand check for the fail saves. Okay. Sounds the first good. two can be up to you as long as you state what Is they are. Is there any way okay. that I could assist with this? Like holding wires in place while she solders them or like finding certain little pieces that she needs? I mean, probably that's up to Mila if she wants the help, but uh, Mila will take the help. Roll with advantage. Mila will take the help. Okay. <laughs> Except for the fail safe. Yeah. Um, I, okay. You're not going to roll advantage on that, but okay. the other two you can. Okay. So the first one is going to be the batteries. So I'll go ahead and roll that first. Sure. Um, what am okay. I? I'm sorry. What am I rolling for that? Am I rolling just intelligence? Am I rolling Tinker's tools? Like, what am I? 
Um, you can roll Tinker's Tools, bet, if you want. That makes sense. I'm standing up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> standing energy. I'm getting my flashlight ready because my room is dark. Because it's over 100 and I don't want to open my curtains. Okay. Ew. Oh, okay. Um, a dirty 20 for okay. that. Um... No, let's get two different two different D20s for this. Next is going to be the purple this one. battery, right? Sure, Four. yeah. Okay, the purple. So the first one was for the blue source, right? Yes. And the second one is the batteries. Is the batteries. Okay, boo boo. Uh, 22. Okay. And last is my sleight of hand. <sighs> yes. This one's a straight roll, right? Straight roll. Okay. I have my big D20. This is the one that Ben bought me. Um, <laughs> I shit you not, I got a natural 20. I shit yeah! you not. I could take a picture right now. It's a 22. It's a 22. It's a 22. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I had to step Jay, away from Jay the walked microphone. away from her microphone. <laughs> it was gonna be too loud. I can take a picture right now. Oh gosh, it's so blurry. My hands are shaking. <laughs> okay, so uh, with Auden's help, you make the blue source and you replace the old one. Um, what you pull out is like a brain stem. Ew. It's really sorry. gross. It's pretty. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I did not mean to be vocal about that. <laughs> no, sorry. I don't have to go into it. No, you, you, like you pull it out, you replace it with the uh, the blue, the new blue source that is not biological um and the two batteries you like put them you start to replace some of the pieces uh and they i i i can do this part i understand what you're doing oh okay yeah sure go ahead um and they hook up the rest of it and they power down these like metal containers and the red inside the container kind of powers off um and the brains inside float to the bottom uh or you assume because you can't actually see the bottom but they float out of the like middle area downwards um and the machine kind of powers down slightly for a second while one of the batteries is connected and they connect the second battery and uh power it on and everything works a lot smoother um it's quieter it's a quieter machine um and <laughs> the two captive guys are just like sitting up against these machines like like wide-eyed and terrified um as they have been for the past hour um but they're just they're they're honestly astounded at what's happening right now because not only did you kidnap them, but now you're helping this guy. Um, yeah. And so they don't Wild. know what to expect right now. Mm -hmm. um, Melon, do you spend an hour poking id? <laughs> or just, like, playing with the goop? Like She has literally nothing else to do right now. <laughs> there is no um, way she has to help with this. I do okay, not have fair. anything. So, yes, Melon is just being just... a child. <laughs> Okay. Once Maybe she starts working... asking the other guys questions. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Once Myla starts working on the failsafe and Auden can no longer help with that, 
think Auden's gonna go over and sit by Melwyn, and she's gonna show her the ring that she pulled from the pile of unfortunate adventures, and she's just gonna say, um, you know this area better than I do. Does this mean anything to you? And show What's her that? the ring. Tell me. <laughs> um, do you want to make a history check? No, but I will. <laughs> will you make a history check? <laughs> uh, Let me rephrase. So. Fourteen. <laughs> 14 total. Um, you know that it's not Kindir- Kindirian, um, and it's not anything you've seen from Ospi because uh, Ospi does not use ring seals. Um, it's just like a cultural thing. They've decided it doesn't, doesn't matter to them anymore. So if anyone's got a ring seal, it's like a super old fam- family heirloom and like they they just wear it because they think it looks cool. Um, so it, it's very likely not from Ospi. Um, it could, it would, if it came from somewhere, it seems like a newer art style, if that makes sense, for ring seals. That also contributes to, like, this is probably not from Ospi, um, but I don't think you know exactly where it's from. Well, I couldn't tell you exactly where it came from, but uh, nobody's used signet rings here for signet rings. That's what they're called. Very long time. Um, some of the people that I worked with in a caravan, um, a, a, a few weeks ago, some of them had like magic rings. Do you know if this is any kind of magic with it? I mean, I could take a look. If there's anybody that would recognize the symbol, it would probably be your friend over there. And uh, she, the hand that is uh, not stacking coins in the goop on id, is uh, just like gonna gesture vaguely over <laughs> to the direction uh, that Mila is in. Mila pulls out like a welder's mask from her satchel of holding, <laughs> like puts it on. <laughs> I'm not really sure she's going to be able to answer very many questions right now. I was going to say, I didn't really want to bother her while she's working, so... Um, if you want to take a look at it, though, that's that's fine. She does realise we can come back, right? Who, Myla? Mm-hmm. Why would we want to come back here? Melvin, this place is awful. Didn't used to be. We're trying to get out of here. We're we're trying to leave. Just a suggestion. Do you want to stay? The only thing I want is to go home, but I don't think anything's waiting there. Well, look at the ring if you want. And I think Arden's going to get up and she is going to kind of pace. Um, No one's going to use her Eldritch Sight, which is what gives me Detect Magic at will. And stare at the ring. Not magical, even a little bit. Just a boring, normal signet ring. Hmm. Added to the pile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really and you're sorry. Just, like, getting this things is, like, like falling super... to the ground from like your forehead area because like in in your neutral space you're not laying down, so it's just like <laughs> falling onto the ground, like clattering. 
Um, and there's just a little, like, scattering of coins now and he, a ring that falls out. Milo, like, came through the door and left through the door. So I think he's, like, picking them up and, like, throwing them, like, opening the door and, like, throwing them through into, like, <laughs> the mental abyss and then shutting the door and being confused when he turns around and they're, like, back on the floor. It's the I think coin no and, like, died. more keep appearing. I think no yeah. one will turn to eventually, because uh, Auden's, like, walking around helping Mila. Mila's doing her thing and... No one's honestly just bored at this point because she doesn't really know what to do. So I think Melon's gonna like look up, finally like look up properly over towards where the mind player is and just go. Can I talk to him? Cause he's interesting. He's weird. I mean, they, we all are, but like he's interesting. And honestly, I have nothing to do right now. So he'll be awake soon. Give me a few minutes. Well, I could talk to him for a few minutes. I'll stop asking you questions. Talk to him now. He's right there. Just talk to him. Yeah, but he doesn't talk back this way. True. I'll stop asking you questions. I'm going to stop answering them anyways. I mean, you already did. The uh, mind flare does just stop answering questions, even if you keep asking them. They are like currently trying to hook up the purple battery to the wires. Um, After a few minutes, you see the machine powers and Milo, you watch it. It is way more stable than it was. Um, And the Mind Flayer can see it too. Uh, And they say, Well, as promised, yes. Jakora's uncle is here. Hmm. His name is Jasper. Jasper. He lives. He lives in the red district. Okay, and is is he mind flayed or no? Yes. Cool. So, um, if I went there, could you just like, I don't know. Well, I guess you're you're about to head out, right? Like you got what you needed. You're about to like un. Unbrain. Correct. Okay, perfect. Um. All right, perfect. So I'll just um, and you, then you don't need these two anymore because I gave you better brains. So I'll just take them and I'll take Id after you ungoop Id, and then we'll just head out, and we're gonna make sure, you know, that that actually happens. Um. And also, you're going to actually leave them alone, because if you don't, um, we, you know, that, that won't be very good. They are going to reach out a tentacle again, and you've seen this. Uh, they did this to the blue source, um, which you didn't put a failsafe on. Um, they did the same thing as they did with Xander, like getting a blueprint or like a schematic of what you made. Um, just kind of like downloading it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and this nat 20 is so clutch because they aren't able to recognize it in a schematic and I will tell you that that was going to be a very difficult thing to hide oh. so the nat 20 pretty much saved your life Let's and I want you to know go. that oh my um, gosh thank you I'm because so I give my dice kisses I, I'm not kidding that was probably the only thing you could have rolled to like not immediately die um <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So they do that um, and they get this like 
schematic of purple battery and whatnot. Um, and then they say, yes, everyone leave. Uh, except, except one to watch me bring your friend back and then you can leave as well. I'll stay. We should let Myla stay. He's her friend. Up to you. It's fun to stack stuff on in though. <laughs> Sorry, All of the ones stack cold. stuff. He's fun to stack stuff on, and I heard he's fun to saxophone. It's <laughs> 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 like what? Yeah. <laughs> that was so, so dirty. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's got a pile of little tiny saxophone coins on her head. Uh, you have all of Melwin's gold, the signet ring, and all four of Melwin's daggers just like piled up on them. Wow. Absentmindedly throwing a dagger. No, she's not throwing it. <laughs> she's like made a game of like trying to balance How the high handles. You can yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with her while Milo was doing all of this, so I just went, okay, cool. Hey, man. Shenanigans. On brand. <laughs> um, Auden's gonna walk over to the two people that she brought down, and she's gonna grab them by the, like, rope around their arms and, like, pull them to their feet. And she's gonna cut them, um, not cut them, she's gonna cut them loose and just say, Dan the tunnel, climb out the rope. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. And they just kind of both look at each other and they both look at the mind flare and like slowly back up and as soon as they get to the door you just hear them booking it down the hallway. And I think Auden's gonna follow them. And one of you leave as well. I don't need all of you in here. I think Milo would like to be the one to stay because she doesn't trust the mind flare. Is Milo pulling Melon away from her little game that she's made for herself I that now includes Milo... half of her cook's utensils at the moment <laughs> i won't i don't think Milo will pull melvin away i think she'll just look like sort of get move her face in front of melvin's so she's making eye contact she'll be like um so your friend auden is leaving i can stay with id if you wanted to go with auden is he gonna be all right is he about to wake um, up? Because maybe I should move some of this before um, he does. He is about to wake up, so we should probably move some of it. Maybe, maybe like the knives, you know. Um, I don't know if he's gonna be all right. I mean, he didn't really seem um, all right to begin with, but you know, he might be back to whatever yeah. he was before. I don't know. I think he's gonna say that he's fine, but I don't think he's gonna actually be fine. So, I think we're just gonna, you know, let him roll with those punches. Um, because it's been through a lot. And that's okay. I think most people would disagree with that, but alright. Um, no one will start, like, fishing her Daggers and chef knives. <laughs> yeah. You have mind yeah. player voice on. You're, you you're, still have your voice, your voice, on, yeah. voice mod. Your voice modded. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
We can just. It's like mid knife throw, and it's just like, and it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for catching it. I've done so well this session. Yeah, it was just that's the except that time. It's like uh. only literally the only one. Um. Yeah. So you fish all of the uh, dangerous things, at least. There's still (laughs) pots of bands in there. Out of the goop. Yeah. Um. Everything is is uh, goopy. Um, although when it drips off, it doesn't leave like a trail or anything. It um, and it doesn't feel like um, it feels dry, right? Like I got it's you. Kind of. I got you. Um, but as you pick them up, they are goopy. Um, yeah. And do you leave? Yeah, she'll go. Okay. The mind flayer walks over to Id and just puts uh they put both of their like two of their hands to their limbs onto id's forehead um and miley you watch like a bit of grayish blue that goes through id's forehead into like his eye socket down the cheeks uh into his neck they like meet together into his neck um and just kind of like start runs down running down his whole body um and it it's not dissimilar to his like transformations except it is light based instead of like physical material based um Mm -hmm. and you watch all of like all of the remaining goop that hasn't been taken by melwin or absorbed by id um gets absorbed back into this mind flayer's body uh and it just kind of like takes it back and it you're left with id laying on the ground um and they do one more like pulse and there's um some like pinkish red magic that goes through and uh id you like wake up with a jolt like you've been a shock to the heart situation Mm -hmm. um and you can like feel your processes like moving again um which I don't think, I don't know if you realized that they were stopped while you were in memory. Like, don't know if that was something you picked up or not, but you can start to feel it again. Um, and uh, you are at half health, okay. whatever you were at before you're at half health now. Uh, you wake up and like a bunch of stuff like clatters off of you, a bunch of pots, pans, and coins uh, just like f- fall off of your body onto the floor. A frying pan fully just, just bops in the head. Yeah. (laughs) I think as soon as, like, Id is awake, Myla, like, runs over, just, like, gives him the biggest hug. Um, and just, like, like, holds, like, very tightly to the point where it's, like, almost, like, it's, like, like, we, when Id and Myla reunited, there was, like, like, Id came up and hugged Myla, and it was, like, oh my gosh, yes! And it's, like, that, but it's, it's more, like, when you hug someone after going on like a scary roller coaster, you know, um, like like a kid hugs their parent after they've seen like a ghost um, in their closet or a monster under the bed, you know, um, and she unhugs it and then just like lightly like pushes his shoulder and says, "Don't do that again. That's not. No. Stop it. Bad. What did I do? You almost died." We're not going to talk about it right now. We have to go. 
We're leaving. You leave these people alone. Gathers up all of Melon's stuff. <laughs> Puts all of the coins into the frying pan. I'm surprised he's not like, where the shit did this come from? (laughs) It's not the mind flare, so he's taking it. (laughs) I will be gone in three days. You can wait or you can leave. I do not care. Get out before I change my mind. It leaves. Myla leaves with Xander. You guys make your way um, up the well, watching these two guys like struggle to climb this rope because people don't climb ropes very often. Um, they're like they've kind of gotten most of the way to the top, so everyone has to like take turns climbing their way up the rope. Um, but everyone makes it to the top, and these two guys just take off. They yeah. book it away from you guys, away from the well, and whatever the hell that was, um, and they just go. What do you guys do? That's a great question, y'all. I guess we're just like chilling in the hallway waiting for Idmila. <laughs> Auden is not waiting for anyone. She's climbing the rope and she's going back to the inn. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna like get into the shared room that she and Melwin have and she's gonna just kind of pull the blanket over her head and uh just go to bed. No one waited for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because she wants her stuff back, but like... Yeah. yeah. Just carrying this frying pan full of coins and a ring. For two for two hours. <laughs> two yeah. Hours. I mean, she waited like outside. She's yeah, yeah, she little. Yeah. Like, she can't walk that fast. Yeah. So Correct. she like waits just for the adults. <laughs> If you guys want to talk about anything, you can. Yeah, correct. Sorry, correct me if I'm wrong. It's been like over 24 hours since we've like rested at this point, right? Like between the I hours of like so. walking back and forth and like all yeah. that shit. Because like, yeah. okay, then I think the <laughs> I'm just gonna character choice say that the point of exhaustion kicks in for Myla after yeah. all of that, and she is like mad dissociating as they meet up with. Melwin and we start making our way up the well. I think she does pass along the Jacori information to Id eventually and just like lets him know that I have a name and a general location and that we're able to go talk to him before we eventually head out. But yeah. I think Id um, is also super exhausted, but I think he sleeps outside, like under a tree or something. He does not want to be in a room anymore for a, a bit. <laughs> Makes sense. Melwin, how about you? Um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Do you, like, are you going to bed as well? Like, back to the room at the inn with Auden? I think she'll go to bed eventually. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's, you know, like, thinking about well, I don't know if she remembers the memories with the emotions because they were given back and maybe taken away again. I don't know what we said. I don't think we said anything. I don't think it was specified. Cool. <laughs> I think the way this works is you would have the memory, but not yeah, but not the emotion attached to it. Yeah. So 
like, oh, I know I should feel happy here, but I don't feel anything. I'm just kind of replaying it in my head. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of that. I think she's just kind of trying to process in her own way. Like, all of this is just her trying to process what's going on when she can't, really. Um, there's lore behind that. I promise we'll get there one day, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that eventually she just kind of dozes off somewhere wherever she just kind of ends up being i don't know <laughs> sure do you guys spend the three days in kindir or do you leave kindir and come back or do you just leave kindir altogether i'm not leaving without talking to uncle jacore yeah we're uncle, definitely uncle gonna jasper jacore go talk to jasper jasper JJ. After we do that, it's fine with completely leaving. Same. Do you go talk to him while you know the Mind Flayer is still here? Um, that's a good question. Mind Flayer uh, said that the, the other humanoids were linked together but weren't necessarily linked to him, right? Like if we talk to people up here, the Mind Flayer has to like actively do something to hear us or does it hear everything correct everyone can hear everything else so everyone in the town would be able to like passively cool. see and hear you yeah, but the that. mind flare has to actively choose to like listen in can melon still hear stuff because she was pretty decently melon connected. can still hear things yes mm, weird cool <laughs> yeah it, it will definitely like Pretty much as soon as he wakes up from sleeping outside under this tree, he'll go over to that location and ask around trying to find the house. Sure. Um, yeah, I think the Mind Flayer gave you, like, the exact address. I didn't want to make up an address system, but, um, yeah. <laughs> you know where, you know exactly which house to find him in. Is anyone else with? Whoever um, wants to come. I'll go. I've well established that Melwyn's bored, so I think she's just kind of like <laughs> puppy Tag dogging on. a little I bit. Like Let's go. <laughs> Group trip to JJ's house. <laughs> also, Auden, in the two coin purses that you found on the guys, um, you ended up with a 300 gold amount total. Oh, wow. Rich. That's like so many You're fish rich. from the river. <laughs> Jesus so many. <laughs> um, Auden, are you going with? Uh, no, she is uh, taking us some space. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, you guys go. To, I kind of want to wrap this up, so I'm not mm -hmm. going to make it a whole long thing. Um, you guys go to his house. Um, he honestly pretty easily tells you what you want to know um because you can tell he like doesn't want to be associated with it anymore and doesn't want people coming after him and is basically hoping that if you guys know then like people will start asking you instead of him um so he essentially was like a sort of contracted uh scientist at the lab so he didn't work there for very long but like he would go every uh he would go like for a couple months every year to like help out 
in especially during like an influx of people which tended to happen in like the winter um so he would go for the winter and he'd help out and be kind of just an extra hand and an extra mind around the place um and then he would go back and this most recent trip they extended his stay like for another month almost every month for like an entire year so he was really sick of being there and really wanted to go home um and was finally just sick of it and left on his own which happened to be about three days before the lab got abandoned and everyone died so good timing on his part um so he's been back for like uh i don't know a, a week a, a couple weeks no it was two months ago right so he would he, he would have been home for two and a half months or so um and doesn't want anything to do with that anymore is there any specific information you want that I'm not covering yet? Um, what did he do? He was contracted, but what did he work on? Yeah, um, he typically was helping with like troubleshooting machinery. Um, there was a, there's obviously a lot of like scientific machinery there, and he used to work for the company that made it, um, but then he got contracted out as like a mechanic for it. Um, but he would also help out with theories and stuff on um, why this machine reacts in this way to this person or whatever. So a decent amount of like help that he gave them as well, because I think he kind of felt like he didn't have a choice. Like they people just kept pestering him with questions and he was sick of it. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I think it's, other question is if he has any knowledge or ideas on if there's a way to like um supercharge the device that's like embedded in its chest oh interesting um yeah i mean there's a very the very obvious answer that he also says is probably a bad decision is to just overload it mm -hmm. um that works for most machines, uh, but it typically doesn't last very long and ruins them afterwards, so he doesn't suggest that. Um, uh, he tells you that you could probably uh, up the intake function of it, like what it, what it takes in and takes out at a certain rate, you could probably increase that rate, but he does not know how to do it because he didn't work specifically with like the pieces that are inside of you. Okay. Um, but he's like, that's a pretty basic function that would be malleable that somebody probably set and didn't change or maybe changed as you were growing up and like got bigger and needed more yeah. output. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's his suggestion, but he doesn't know how to do it. Oh, um, if he knows anything about where other uh, experimented individuals are at uh he has no idea okay i just had a hilarious realization that melon and Auden have zero context for what the fuck all of this about <laughs> <laughs> yep. so melon's just yeah. fully Wild. just there the only <laughs> thing she valid. knows is that like somebody hurt id and he's got weird shit <laughs> in his body and <laughs> Because he told her when they had their little talk. And like... <laughs> Jasper's cat has just brought like a little mouse toy and is playing fetch with you. 
um, there you go. <laughs> on the, on the side. <laughs> it takes um, a couple tries to really get like what's going on because she didn't have a pet growing <laughs> up. <laughs> I think Mila would also ask some questions. Um, the first one yep. being Kale when we right before Kale was about to be nuked by it again. Nukes don't exist, but it's okay. Um, we. He said something like, like, you're going to just, like, ruin us all, or, like, you're going to destroy, or, like, you're, something like that. I think I would ask what that might be in reference to. Like, was there some sort of, like, ulterior motives or something with the, like, creation of these people? He does not know. Um, he was not, like, high enough clearance level to get any kind of information like that. Um, I think he barely knew what was going on, like behind the scenes in gotcha. any sort of way. Okay. Hardly knew there were like experimented beings there. Perfect. And so now that we've given him this sort of information about like experimented like people and stuff, you specifically said that experiment eight had extra reactions to certain concoctions to where they were unable to shift back. Could this mm -hmm. person guess what might have caused that? Uh yeah. So maybe. So his like his guess is that if you if you're mixing like machinery and biology that like both are uh both have room for error um but machinery is more consistent um and if something goes wrong it typically goes pretty obviously wrong because it snowballs so mm -hmm. like his guess is that something just went wrong with, like, the way that ex that experiment's body, like, reacted with the machinery, and then the machinery snowballed and just continued to, like, cause problems, and that either nobody bothered to fix it or people tried and couldn't fix it, but he has no idea. He does not know. Um, he's never had contact with uh, this experiment and stuff. He was just told this information, and... Uh, in hopes that he could, they could like get a theory out of him, and that's what he told them too. Is like, it probably just didn't mix well. Um, things react poorly. Gotcha. Um, but he said that when he told the other people his theories, his second theory was that um, they miscalculated like proportions, um, and that it's possible that they put in more than this guy needed. Uh, if that makes sense, um, mm -hmm. similar to how you can overload machinery, like you can also overload the human body. So, um, it's possible that it, they put in too much and gotcha. it, and it broke. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I, I don't know. Obviously I didn't see it. If I'd seen it, I could do more, but yeah. Yeah. I think Myla will kind of emphasize the fact that this was possibly caused by an overload and then sort of, like, look at it in response to his question about the supercharge thing. Of mainly just, like, a we gotta be careful with that sort of situation. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, anything yeah. else? Uh, oh, man. Does anyone have anything left in Kindir before you want to move on to whatever it is you're doing next? So what are we doing? 
Great question. That is the question that both Grace and Melwin has. <laughs> Melwin said she wants to go Great home. Great question. So. Yeah. Yeah, but y'all, but y'all have been steering the ship, so like, she's asking. There wasn't really a ship. <laughs> <laughs> steering the there ship. was yeah. kind of a shit show is what it was, but it's fine. Uh, y'all know what the fuck I meant. <laughs> and I, mean... I, think, I think your family is the closest thing that we know is around, so let's, mm-hmm. let's do that. Yeah, that's where we're headed. I mean, it's a little bit like... It's it's a little bit more Melon asking, you know, like where are we going? Are we staying together? Because she just genuinely doesn't know. She kind of figures, like especially with it and Mila, where Melon is right now, she's kind of like, well, Auden said she'd go with me, but like strangers. <laughs> uh, if go ahead. If I'm gonna find anyone else like me, I need to keep traveling, so might as well do it with people I know. Yeah, and uh, I have some ideas that I want to work on, too, actually. Um, And your parents seem really cool, because you said that they also work on things, and that sounds really cool. Um, And also, you're pretty cool. And also, Auden, I would like to see your trident. My my trident? Yes. I have ideas. She'll pull it off from her little... I keep wanting to say holster, but that doesn't feel like the right word. Um, however, it's secured to her back, and she'll uh, pull it off and hand it to you. Awesome, thanks! And she'll just put it in her satchel of holding. Not say anything. Okay, let's go! Let's get you You guys uh, head out of town. So we'll pick up there next time, and... <gasps> yeah. Wow, y'all. Nobody died. Nobody oh. died. MVP Hanging J slash Myla. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Holy smokes. That's okay. I'll kill one of you eventually. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. So um, thank you for listening. Join us for the next, like, story arc uh, of this campaign with these wonderful characters. Um, and uh, oh, we will see you next time. Socials are linked in the bio. Do you mind if I kind of leap in for a moment? Um, as Anastasia was saying, we have another arc, obviously, of the main Spells and Whistles campaign. Um, but like we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, summer has been a little wild and crazy. So we are going to be... Um, Sending, sending. Hello. <laughs> um, we're gonna be having a couple of fun little mini series in the interim. Next, we are going to be having a ten candles three shot that I ran with Jay and Anastasia and a special special guest. Uh, so <laughs> we have that to look forward to. Oh my gosh! Wait, I have to plug Wody first. We also have oh. a secret look into some of our uh, inked expanse lore. So that's going to be coming up next week. And then 10 Candles after that. I'm a liar. I'm sorry. Um, and then after that, <laughs> Jay, do you want to kind of plug your little project? <gasps> I am absolutely going to plug it. Uh, after that, we're so we're sort of having this little, like, what what, have, what are we been calling it? Mini-series oh, mayhem, mini-series mayhem sort of situation. So uh, Meg's running something. I'm running something. And then Ben's going to run something. Um, I am going to be running a... Glitter Hearts for part one shot with some amazing guests as well. So keep an eye on the socials for that. Um, 
And, and then my I, thing, yeah. which is going to be right before we get back into the main campaign, is going to be we're going to be back in fifth edition D and D, and we're going to be doing something in the Inked Expanse mm. uh, to get our brains back in the world and um, maybe see a different part of the world that we <laughs> haven't seen yet. Uh, and that's all I can say about that because yep. I don't actually know if that's <laughs> the plan that I have right now is going to happen. So we'll see. I or it could just be a little surprise. So go listen to all those things because they're super cool and there are some really good TTRPGs out there that are not mm-hmm. D&D. Um, so join us on those adventures. They're really fun. And if you hate it, it only lasts three episodes. And if you love it, it only lasts three episodes. So <laughs> then you can get the game yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, join our socials. Um, they're linked, so I'm not going to go through all of them because we do it every episode. Uh, <laughs> and our character artists by Maddie Saxon. They're wonderful. They are at msaxon.art on Instagram um, and TikTok, I think. And then our cover art is Incredicoon Studios, who is at Incredicoon Studios on Instagram. Music is by Ben. Editing, I think this one is Meg. Thank you so much. Um, and I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Check out our Patreon and Discord. We have D&D yeah. trivia on Discord. That's true. Ben's been asking some killer questions. Some hard questions. You get to see how much I don't know about this game. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah. See you next time. Bye. 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 Yeah. Goodbye. We didn't die. That was fun. We didn't die.